Yes, and welcome back to the Ash Williams Show. My name is Ash Williams, and I am fired up for Makona. That's right. They are not a sponsor of the show, and they don't want to be, but I will pump them up for that German dried quality. Whatever the fuck they're putting in that Makona, keep doing it. Maybe I don't want to know. What is in the Makona? Has it got anything to do with your German history? Again, I don't want to know. It tastes good. I got a text from mum yesterday, and it just said, uh, Makona Classic Number 5, 200 gram, is half price at Woolworths at present. Thought you may be interested. Kiss. I am. I am very, very, very interested. I would have liked the price to have been in there because I know that a Makona 200 gram, I know a good deal is about 16 bucks. I see it at Coles for 16 bucks a lot. I'm like, yeah, I jump in at that price point. All times of the day, any day of the week, I'll jump into that Makona bath like Scrooge McDuck dives into his bath full of coins or even his, uh, what was it? It was like a dungeon of coins, wasn't it? That diving board that Scrooge McDuck had and he just, uh, fuck, he was a rich duck, wasn't he? I've got to watch Scrooge McDuck again. Why was he so rich? And why didn't he break his beak when he landed, when he dove into gold coins? How does the duck not break his fucking neck when he dives into coins? Anyway, you get what I'm saying. I would dive into my pool of Makona at $16. So did some research and guess what? It's $13.50 at Woolworths. And I don't like Woolworths. I don't like going in there. I think the lighting's depressing. I think it's dim Tim time. No offense to the Tims out there, but it's like, well, hey, it could be a good dim rim. If you're into rimming, you want to go into Woolworths because it's dim enough for you to rim out a stranger and or, or your partner without anyone seeing you, without anyone seeing you near the cabana aisle or the pink gala aisle and they're like hey michael michael yeah you is that you rimming out your boyfriend how did you see me we're in coles we're in coles you you should be doing that in woolworths where it's dark and dim and they're selling makona for 13 dollars 50 Unbelievable deal. Now, I've been going on about Makona, but I did say that I was fired up for it. I got a couple of DMs from Nicholas, a listener, and he wrote to me, Makona number eight is where it's at. Number five is for pussies. Them fighting words, Nicholas. Pretty strong stuff to be sending me at 10 p.m. last night. When I was at the tennis, trying to have a good time, and I've got you calling me a pussy in my DMs. So I wrote back to Nicholas. I said, number eight is not classy at all. 
but I can smash it down. I can. I like if I'm desperate, I will go to a number eight variety, but it's not as smooth as the number five. You can serve number five to uh, a lady in bed. It's smooth. Now, the DMs continue. This guy, Nicholas, he wakes up this morning and DMs me again. He goes, look, I was once like you too, young and naive, but number five is like getting a vasectomy. There's no poison left in the cobra. This is the problem, bro. Do you know how vasectomies work? The poison, a.k.a. the sperm, is still um, working. It's just that it can't get out. I'm going to Google vasectomies. I'm Googling vasectomies. Vasectomy, um, do they stop? Do they still ejaculate? Here we go. The testes still make sperm, but the sperm die and are absorbed by the body. The man who has had a vasectomy still makes semen and is able to ejaculate, but the semen doesn't contain sperm. Hey, you know what? Touche, Nicholas. All right, I will wear that punch. You got me there. You know, a lot of my mates have had vasectomies and they get it done at their lunchtime break there's a guy called uh, dr snip literally his name this dude just snips dudes that's his real name so i won't tee off on dr snip but look he's cut up a lot of my buddies and um they'll have no more little buddies because uh, dr snip's great work but it, it's in and out i think 45 minutes get it done in your lunch break do it on a whim yeah whim hoff it you either whim hoff it or you get a vasectomy on a whim. But everything needs to be done on a whim. Maybe you get an ice bath and a vasectomy. Two for one. Whim city. Um, now, now, now. What else have I got for you? Mum. Oh, okay. So, you know when they say people get to a certain age and they're like, they shouldn't be behind the wheel? I think it's also, they shouldn't be in the front seat. Like I was driving mum the other day and we're just driving straight down the road and I'm about to indicate and mum's like, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, what? She's like, watch out, watch out. I'm like, I'm not moving. Yeah, but there's a tram coming. I go, yeah, I'm going to wait for the tram to stop and then I'm going to turn right. You really? Uh, yeah, it's the road rules. Be careful. I'm like, oh my God. I reckon it's safer for everyone in the car now. I think if I just blindfold my mum before we start driving and I go, look, you uh, you put on this uh, blindfold. It's like just a really road safety version of Fifty Shades of Grey. It's Fifty Shades of Amber. And... I'll wake you up when we get to our destination. You know, I can't be going in a straight line, going the speed limit, and my mum is reacting like we're on the Tower of Terror at Dreamworld. Ah! What? What the fuck? Well, hang on, are we, are we both 
seeing the same thing. Ah, watch out! Oh God, watch out! You know, I had um, a sore throat during the week. It's still a little bit tender. And one thing you can get from your mum is the truth. And I, I didn't eat as much as I would usually eat on Monday or Tuesday. And on Wednesday, I was walking around uh, the kitchen topless, you know, barred up as usual. And um, I said to mum, I said, tell you what, one good thing about being sick is uh, you don't eat as much. I've lost a bit of weight. I'm looking pretty lean. And she looked at me and goes, (laughs) yeah, you have. You're looking a bit chubby there for a bit. And I said, Whoa, whoa, Nelly! Let's just fucking pump the brakes. I didn't expect a fucking stiff uppercut. I go, yeah, yeah. Look, it was Christmas, and yeah, you're a bit, bit podgy. Whoa, whoa, more, whoa. Anyway, that's refreshing. I like that. I like that. What did I hear last night? Oh my god. Okay, I've got one for you. I am gonna just relay what I heard. I was at an event last night and I was interviewing uh, Goran Ivanizovic and I'll go into that in a moment, but we were waiting for a ladies match to finish before Novak Djokovic could come on and a woman said to me, no one watches women's tennis anyway. I said, whoa, whoa. And I just go, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you can almost like react like you haven't heard it. And she's like, I, I can say that, but you can't. I said, exactly. Now, the video I've got for you today on social media is about who wants to be a millionaire. And it's about me winning millionaire with no lifelines. And I think it might remind you of someone you know. It might be yourself or a family member. So watch it. It's on my uh, Instagram right now. Uh, Comment if you can, and let's get it uh, flaring up. Now, I did interview Goran Ivanizovic last night, the Croatian tennis champion, and he was a lot of fun. I interviewed him before the, the tennis for a charity, my room and uh, for the accounting firm Picture Partners. And Picture Partners is actually one of the places I wanted to do a placement at. When I was studying marketing at Deakin, I wanted to do, uh, I think you do like six months interning at Picture Partners. God, could you imagine my fucking life if I did that internship? Thank God everyone said, no, you don't qualify to work for us for free. It's like, thank God. But um, Doran was refreshing, man. We were talking about uh, Sampras and uh, Agassi and his, he said his greatest loss was against Sampras at Wimbledon uh, where he lost in five. And he said he just couldn't believe that he won Wimbledon in 2001. Uh, and he started to believe after round three. But uh, I'll put more of that tennis chat with Goran up on the Ash Tennis Podcast. Now, Patreon, okay? I'm not going to 
crap on too much about it, but we do have this community. It's going well, and next week we are moving into a brand new office and we are videotaping the episodes. So if you do join, uh, not only do you get all present episodes, but you get all of the old Patreon episodes. There's over 100. You get all of the old Ash and Ed episodes. There's over 50, uh, and you get the videos. So there's going to be a lot more there. Go to patreon.com forward slash Ash Williams Show. And everyone who joins before next week will go into a T-shirt Lucky Dip. Inside the T-shirt Lucky Dip is all of the T-shirt merchandise I have in Mum's Garage, which includes Gooch T-shirts, Ash Williams Show T-shirts, Ash Williams University Not A Tave T-shirts, old merch that I haven't sold, you go in the Lucky Dip for. Everyone's a winner. Now... Finally, actually, I've got two things real quick. I've just got here written, the aisles at Chemist Warehouse in Hawthorne are too close together. I don't know if you've been to the one right in the middle of Glenferry Road. It's next to a Baker's Delight. It's so small that the aisles are too close together. And you walk out with a worse cough than the one you walked in with. But I'm... And I only kissed three people in Chemist Warehouse, but I'm. And I only. You know where you need to go. You need to go to uh, Woolworths for a dim rim. Fucking oath, mate. That's where you want to. You want to get your your fresh produce and diseases. It's fucking dim rim. Now, one question here. Because we were recording our team effort yesterday and Ed asked me, he said, do you remember the first time we met? And I said, yeah, it was it Thank God You're Here. And then within a second, he pulled up this photo where I was wearing arseless chaps. And I put that photo on our Instagram and said, any questions for the pod? And people started asking questions about the photo. I was asking for questions about the pod in general. So look... We did get a question about the photo. It said, uh, from Jane, I assume this is from your time on Thank God You're Here. What are your highlights? Um, well, I think I was an extra like four or five times. And this was season one of Thank God You're Here. And this was maybe 2008, I think. And if you don't know Thank God You're Here... If you're overseas or whatever, it's an improv show. I think I might have told you this before, but you don't have lines and um, when you're an extra. Really, you're not meant to get involved with the improv. You're meant to just fucking play your part, uh, move where you're meant to move. Don't get in the way, right? And I remember I was doing one with Julia Zemiro and I was topless in a change room and... She talked to me. She's like, hey, because she was a reporter doing improv and they were crossing down to her. And then she turned to me and she started interviewing me. And I'm like thinking, what? We were told not to talk. But you got to make a decision in a second. I'm like, I'm fucking in here. I'm going. So she starts asking me questions. I answer. I forgot what I said. She said, like, how was the game or some shit? I I said something like, uh, I actually can't remember what I said, but it got a big laugh. And I remember thinking, hmm, geez, that went well. 
And then she asked me another question. And I said, I was someone like, um, I think I said to her, forget about the game. Um, you know, you're, you're hot. <laughs> Something like that, right? Something crazy. Something absolutely crazy. And it got a big laugh again. And I'm like, I am killing it. I am officially killing it. And then uh, Tom Gleisner rang the buzzer, and he's like, awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Julia. And I walked off thinking, well, I'm a star. And that's that's the end of it now. Okay, I can quit whatever job I was doing. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but I'll, I'll quit. And then I knew the broadcast date of the show. And so I say it was like a month from then. And so I texted everyone in my phone, everyone, saying, watch, thank God you're here. My TV debut, big laughs, big involvement. I reckon I texted um, 300 people, 400 people. Everyone, like in the old Nokia uh, 5510 or 3210, um, everyone. When you, you know you can message all. I did message all. Group message, hey, make sure you watch Thank God You're Here Tonight. I'm on it. Big laughs. <laughs> right? Again, I haven't seen it. So I start watching it. It gets to Julia Zemiro, and I'm like, fuck, here we go. Get ready to laugh, everyone. And I'm on it, and they cut all of my lines. I was barely on it. You could just see me come in with my body occasionally. And I'm like, what the fuck? They cut my best bits. And I learned a valuable lesson. Oh, by the way, I got all these texts from people trying to be kind going, you were great. Really funny. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm like writing back. No, no, no. Trust me. It was way better. But um, <laughs> this is the thing. With TV, I think I said that this is the thing with TV. You're not on the air until you're on the air. That's what I learned from that. That's like when I did some acting in America. You don't know if your scenes will make it until you're on the air. Um, so I suppose that's the great thing about doing live TV. You are on the air. You are on the air. Hey, that's it. All right? That's the motherfucking pod. If you want anything else, go to patreon.com forward slash Ash Williams show. If you want to get your tennis fix... Listen to the Ash Tennis Podcast. Uh, we are talking all things Goran, Novak, Andy Murray, um, Marta Kostuk. I love her outfit. Wilson, can I say this? Wilson are doing the best sports tennis dresses on the tour. They have usurped Nike. Just take that, Nike. Um... But uh, I think that's it. Of course, for your dim rims, you go to uh, Woolworths, dim sims and dim rims. That's Woolworths. Anything else, Coles. Um, But that's it. All right. I love you. And go to the Instagram if you want to get involved. Have a good Friday. Bye-bye.